Hey, how's it going? What's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, good, good. Happy Monday. <laughs> Happy Monday. <laughs> Gentleman. Which is, happens to be... It, International Women's Day. Yes, it is. Special edition. Special inspired edition. By, inspired by Drew himself. Yeah, all the uh, all the candid fans out there are going to be uh, they get two shows in one week. That's I, I think our crazy. female our female listeners will will uh, will multiply because of the the heartfelt stories and sincerity that are, that is in our heart. And most of these guys are taking the day off because of uh, you know it's Monday. Who does a podcast on a Monday? You know. Apparently, we do more holidays need to fall on Mondays. I guess yeah. that means something. Two bastardos. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Bastards Day, mm-hmm. International Bastardos Day, International Bastardos Day. We should I mean, start that. Yeah. We, we should start that. We totally, I mean, I'm so like, many, so many people need that. So many dude, people. That'd be, that. Dude, that you're could be mad. a support group. <laughs> you're not mad at me. You're mad at your dad, for sure. <laughs> never met, I'm never mad at you. I'm mostly mad at my dad. <laughs> not so much anymore, but that's right. why I digress. Yeah. But uh, so with that said, um. Just here to honor the women, the strong, and um, so as we, maybe no one knows except for us in the room, uh, both Gregory and I were um, raised by wolves. Raised by wolves, also known as our single mothers. Nice. So, so, nice. I mean, nice. And yeah, we yeah. turned out decent to mediocre at best, you know. But, yeah, it's a uh, life's not over. We still could fuck that up, but you know, hey. Yeah. I mean, so or 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 we could or or we could or we could unfuck that up. It just you know yeah. depends on what path Knock you want to go. Yeah, there's yeah, no well, wood here, but you know it's fine. There's plenty. You look at you. Look I'm in the garage. <laughs> yeah, it's a little high. I'm in the knock on the dryer. That seems. Knock on the dryer. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, so you know, there's plenty of things that are, uh, you know, but that our fathers were not there around. Um, Raised by, like I said, single mothers, trying to do their best to provide what they can, food over on the table, roof over her head, and strong, yeah, I'd man. say, for how much in that in that time, it was very uncommon. Tough, think, yeah. For, for single, single, I, mean, I think it was kind of a faux pas, and people were looked down upon. Now it's a little more common, which is kind of shitty, too. Which is worse, yeah. Which is worse, so, but then still there wasn't the uh, kind of, I don't know. I mean, um, it's all in how you look at it, man. I think, I think, you know, you look at it like it, it could be worse, but for our, our Bastardo show, it could be actually mm-hmm. better, you know? So you mm-hmm. got to look at the positives as to where, like, we could, we could make this into like a real bad, a really big thing because, you know, like, there's people that need our advice that, you know, are, are, yeah, are... There's, some, there's someone out there right now that's like, I'm really mad at my dad. He might listen to the show. Like, hey, you know what? Not so much anymore, man. Thanks for your help. Yeah, no, fuck that. Stay mad at that motherfucker. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> you got your mom you're good life's too short to be to yes, be hating anybody but yeah you know like i said you got your mom i mean i don't understand how people can't be grateful for women every day and that we it's not even they don't they deserve more than just a day because i mean if it weren't for them i mean none of us would even be here yeah yeah for sure how, for sure how are we supposed to it's interesting know? the the evolution of relationships that you go through um, from a child to a teenager to a man and you know they start with like your mom or your grandmother or yep. then they you know if you have if you're if you're a father of a daughter then they, they transfer into usually well before you're a father or daughter you usually have like a niece or something like that that you, you know involved or you have 
friends, kids that are attached to you that are close to you, or you have, you know, then eventually your own children. And then like me for now, it's super insane having a granddaughter. So it's like, yeah, it's you like get the full, trifecta. Yeah, it's the full on full circle. You know, it's a uh, evolution of life is pretty amazing. And it's like having a wife and two girlfriends without the benefits. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> the responsibilities. It's, it's like having to answer to a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> with that, a lot of with a lot of opinions. Yeah, that don't don't give a shit if I had a long day at work. Don't care what I'm going through. They yeah. just need to be heard because they've been tearing, you know, dealing with this this world sometimes you know, you know they, they need some stimulation and they're like you walk in the door and it's like or y'all get the phone call from the daughter about certain things and i'm so glad the political shit's over with man well i mean it's not over with but it's not as crazy yeah it's just uh i've never i never raised my family to be very political and so um yes yeah, my, my daughter and you know a lot of people her age are very like political and it's like uh it's different for me i think uh one of the things that people forget about, you know, like, well, I think good parenting, and I'm not, you know, the best parent. I think it's like one of those things. It's like I always tell my mom, like, we really had a really hard time in the beginning, but I think it's it's how you, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. I oh, say that, sure. I say that shit all the time about everything, and I think one of the things also too that's real important is uh, to be able to learn from your kids. Like I've learned a lot of stuff from my daughter, you know, like uh, stuff that I'm like, well, shit, you know, she's a woman, she knows more about this than I do, and you know. I, I really have no no place to speak on this and 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 you know i should take her advice or listen to it and she's she's pretty fucking smart man i don't, I don't know where she got that but <laughs> she's, she's definitely smart. not you yeah not me but you know it's all she good she, get, as long she, as she has it is, is all i care about so yeah she didn't get her, your <laughs> looks your brains dude i don't know yeah. what she got your last yeah. name and not not even that anymore yeah eventually. yeah 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 eventually she'll lose that too which is no, kind there's, of weird yeah i think that like now that i have hazel um my girl and i'm like it's just a weird feeling to know that eventually someday she'll have to give up my last name such such and, a hard and, hard thing to think about for sure it is it's weird it's just a weird thing and but i had no problem taking britney's last name from oh yeah we have mind, no problem know? yeah 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 it's like that's normal yeah, yeah it's normal the only problem people that have problems with it and i wouldn't say problem the only people that have to come to the terms with that reality are dads of daughters and yeah. honestly even before Lindsay had a baby, I didn't even think of it like that. And then she had the baby and, you know, she's still not married. And, I, and I've never been a big believer in like traditional shit. Like, I think it's, you know, they have a really, really solid relationship. They're yeah, in love. On and, their time. Yeah. And on their time, I think that's just, you know, the, the way society was back in the day, it was just it's kind of too much, you know, but well, yeah. any, anyways, it's like, I'm like, I didn't think about it. And then she's, she's pregnant, you know? And, and I think the one thing that was really odd was um, they, they didn't, they didn't know what they were having a boy or a girl. They waited till she had it. Yeah. And so they didn't have names picked out. You know, they kind of did, but they kind of didn't. And when they brought us into the room, um, my niece, Jasmine and Laura and Lindsay's best friend, Bailey, they were, they were the only ones in the room and they brought, they brought Noah's parents and me in the room after she had the baby. And it was cool. Cause they introduced us to, our granddaughter they're like here's your granddaughter and because they didn't have a name on the little baby thing it says baby girl ramirez and i was all dude i'm keeping yeah. that i'm keeping that fucking car because mm-hmm. it's not because she's mm-hmm. she's 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 our she's, she's not, not our anita you know what i mean that's yeah. her that's her dad's name you know? and that's and that's totally his right and then all that but i was like what what's this like it's the only thing that you'll ever see with my name on it with her 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's Lindsay's name, but you know, still, I was like, "Baby Ramirez." I was like, and they're like, "Oh yeah, they just put the mother's maiden name when you haven't when you haven't you know ha- you don't have a name yet." And I was like, "Oh okay, cool." Snapshots of that thing, you know? Well, because I mean, like, they're not they probably because they were married, so he could just be who knows what the father's role in this is at all. I mean, we know, yeah, he is, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just assume that, of course, the mother is birthed him, which I can't imagine. I can't. I don't think anyone could talk anything about anything until they've delivered a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen it. It just sounds terrible. It's funny, like when the women start talking about pregnancy, and then like we try to chime in, and they just look at you like fucking seriously, and you're just yeah. like. Yeah. Well, I was there. I was. I was part of it. And they're like, "Dude, you weren't a part of it. You were. You were there, but you weren't part of it." And I was just or like, like oh, I not the physical part. Yeah. Trying to complain about a, a bit an ache or pain, like. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm not even nothing. allowed to have cold. Like, I'm pretty sure when I die, my wife's gonna be like, "Dude, get your ass up." <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just gonna be like, "Dude, it's just Faker. real. This is real this time." You know, got pneumonia and shit, and you're just like, "I can't yeah. breathe." She's like, "You don't have Corona. Go to work." And you're just like, "Dude." Mm-hmm. You can't ever be sick because no, in, in their minds, no one's ever experienced as much pain as they have. So there's no amount of anything. Like, even when you die, they'll probably just be like, pussy. I could have handled mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there was just a cold. Why do you have to die, quitter? I, I could have <laughs> delivered two babies in that yeah. time. You just take some well, I know, and they, they, get over it. They say what, like, they try to compare getting hit in the nuts it's close to that. I'm like, I don't think so. No. It's gotta be way worse than you that. You get over the, the nut thing. You know what? Well, have, you, it... have have quick question? Have you ever been kicked in the nuts? Yeah. By a male or female? Both. Oh wow, that sucks. I've only been kicked once. That's I've, so. The, I've the reason seen... that... So I've been I've been kicked by a girl, kicked by a guy, I think, and both of them were semi accidents. And I took a puck to the balls. Oh, yes. I think the puck would probably be the velocity. That probably hurt the worst. Yeah. Cup or no cup. I didn't have a cup. The reason I. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So didn't have a cup. No cup. I wasn't wearing a cup. It was in practice. And uh, so I was like, I was spread like the spread eagle, I guess, to try to stop the puck. And just the guy shot it, boom, right in my nuts. And Mm. everyone's like, I couldn't. I was. I was embarrassed <laughs> to tell everyone I wasn't wearing a cup because like, what the heck are you doing, dude? So like the moms are like, "Where's it hurt?" I'm like, "Oh, it made it up my. It hit me under the chest. It's oh, it's so. It's weird." And I'm like, "I'm not even. I'm not even. Uh, it's not. Oh, dude, my freaking zoom. My computer died. Oh, that's fine. But yeah, so I'm not. So I'm sitting there like trying to mend a wound that they're not even tending to the right one. But because I can't tell the moms I got hit in the nards. That's great. So, but yeah, it didn't feel great, but I couldn't imagine for like seeing Brittany in this last, you know, pregnancy, an hour and a half, just dealing with all that. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, it's it, see, then that's once they feel like they're not in your stomach anymore, like you're fine. Well, the reason I say that is because yeah. like you always you always think about like if that were to happen to you, what would you do? And I and I've only been I've only been kicked once, and it was by my daughter. And she was, and she was little, dude. She was small. She must have been about seven or eight years old. And I was, I, you know, I've never, I've never struck my kids. I was never a hitter. It was always like they were, they always really responded just to my voice. Mm-hmm. And you know that whole spanking thing was like, I think it was being before my generation. Just wasn't into it. Wasn't part of my deal. And um, so you know, I was, I was upset. Something she did, I was upset, and I was raising my voice a little bit, but I was speaking, like, kind of standing over her and speaking to her because she's little, you know, she's, she's like seven or eight. Dude, she's so pissed off at whatever, whatever transpired, she didn't do, and she was getting busted for something she didn't do. It's probably something that Kyle did, 
and I was scolding her and she wasn't having it, bro. She looked me square in the face, didn't even, didn't even change her, her facial expressions and just straight kicked me as hard as she could in the balls. And I, I didn't drop, but I bent over and it was my daughter. You know, the first thing I wanted to do, like if it was a person, like I physically wanted to hurt something else. Cause I was so <laughs> like, I was like, so the mm-hmm. only, the only thing I could do is I, I was like bent over, you know, just holding both my knees and I'd look up and all I could say is get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Super in <laughs> such a weird voice. Right. And she runs up the stairs and she's crying. And all of a sudden I'm in trouble. And Laura's yelling at me. I'm like, what are you yelling at me for? I just got kicked in the balls. Like, and, and then the whole thing, you know, she was devastated and she was crying because she didn't want to get in trouble. Cause she just, you know, she didn't want to tell her mom the story of kicking me in the balls. but I swear it took like 15 minutes to sort out. And I was like getting in, getting scolded by my wife, everybody in the house. I'm just like, dude, what? I I'm the one. I'm the victim here. But oh yeah, you get the girls together, dude, and it's over. It's game over. Wait till you you have you have a lot you have a lot going on here pretty soon. Hazel's young. No, What's up? Uh... So much. She's already a feminist without even <laughs> knowing what it is. She's yeah, just, yeah. Lately, her thing has been never. Like today, I asked her for a hug. I was like, can I get a hug? She's all. <laughs> Dad never. I'm like, oh, geez. All <laughs> right. So final. Okay, geez. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> that's a yeah. long time for not giving you hugs. But, oh, yeah, I'll see. I'll, okay. call you. I'll play your bluff. Uh-huh. But um, you yeah, that's when you pull yeah. the old reverse psychology and say, you know what? Whatever you do, don't give me a hug. I don't want a hug right now. I do uh-huh. not want a hug. See how that works. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good, huh? I mean, I know she's. She the other day asked me for a kiss. So I know it's like she's never. Like, she, you should blow her away and say too. never. Uh-huh. Never. Never again. No. Oh, I'm gonna dude. play that game with her. And it's just like crying, and I'll feel really bad. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. There was there was a counselor that sent some shit about like you know not not spanking your kid and, and things you can do, alternative stuff. We tried this one with Lindsay one time, and Lindsay was pretty good, dude. I didn't, I didn't have I, I don't have too many complaints about Lindsay. She was pretty easy, easy, easy child in general. But uh, when we were trying to do something like when you take your fingers. And you start shrinking her and disappearing, and when your when your thumb and your index finger meet, meet, she disappears and you act like she's not there. Dude, yeah. Lindsay would flip her shit. She was just so like, I'd be like, "Here you are. Where are you going? Where are you going? You're disappearing. You're di-, you know what I mean? Like they'd ask mm-hmm. you to do that, and it it messed with her, dude. To this day, she talks about. It. I was like, maybe that wasn't the best thing to do because it really affected her. But the counselor's like, well, it's better than hitting, but yeah, but it traumatized her somehow. I know. I was just <laughs> thinking like the mental, uh, it was like that now I'm not worth, I don't have any worth. Yeah. And then you didn't acknowledge him. And she's like, I'm right here. I'm right uh-huh. here. Hey, hey, look at me. And I'm just like, and so you wouldn't look at her. Nards again? Yeah. No, that was before the Nard kick. Yeah. It's yeah, probably it built, built, probably built up from years. That's probably what it was. That. See, that's yeah. what it was. All those, years of, all those years of disappearing. Huh, mm-hmm. Watch. Feel my disappearance right here. Make your children disappear. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a trip, man. You know, uh, I think having multiple children is, is, you know, you have you know a son and a daughter, and I have two sons and a daughter. And we both have wives and, and moms. I think it's pretty, uh, it's pretty unique uh, seeing so many different people in the person, you know, like, uh, you know, the stories we got from, you know, our grandmother, um, Grandma Tina, you know, she, she, she has so many stories. And like, now that she's passed, um, it's cool to go back to those stories and it's cool to like, um, it's hard. I know your kids are younger, but if my kids are able to 
refer back to those stories and even though they were the same even though they were the same ones because you've heard them too you know what i mean like oh yeah. those carranzas you those carranzas are nose or mirrors yeah oh those carranzas so knew, smart we knew everybody who wronged her her entire life bro and she uh-huh. was like you know she, we, we had to be on board like i don't know who the fuck the carranzas are all i've I never is, met a carranza all, all i know is fuck those motherfuckers and they're pieces <laughs> of shit because they fucking ruined my grandma they're my so grandma, smart yeah they're so smart, you know. They're, they're so and, smart. They think they're too good and this and mm-hmm. that, and they're so mean. And I'm just like, oh. I swear, Frank, I, oh, I feel such a mama's feel, boy, right? I feel bad for the first crowns I ever meet, man. He's gonna be to... like, what, what, what happened? I'm just like, yeah. dude, you happened. Your fucking, yeah. your lineage happened, motherfucker. Your whole family happened. <laughs> yeah, I can't even. Uh, I can't even. Fa- like, I wish I, I would want to meet one just because it'd be a funny story to hopefully tell someone. They probably wouldn't laugh. They, 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 they wouldn't get, get it. it. Well, they wouldn't they're get it because so they're, they're well because they're Carranzas. They got no yeah. fucking, you know, they got no. They got all the brains, but they don't have the uh, the the laughing. Gills. And if there's any Carranzas that ever tune into this show, I just want to say, you know what? From the bottom of my heart, fuck you. <laughs> That's for grandma. That's for grandma. Because she yeah, would have you, that. whatever you, uh, that way. <laughs> whatever your great great grandma did to her, yeah, she yeah. took it to the grave. Yep, it took her to the grave. I think the problem is, is we haven't taught our kids how to hate Carranzas properly. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it, it's got to be a generation thing, right? We got to keep that going for the, that's yeah. the heirloom. We're kind of letting that slide, dude. We're, we're sliding that a little bit on that. We have to keep that, you know. We're into like no hate and raising our children properly, but you know, there's a, a little bit of a little bit of uh, family pride that we need to instill on them. I mean, like, hey, you can, you know, you're you're free to love whoever you want. You're free to to uh work wherever you want move wherever you want do whatever you want you can be anything you want to be, be you just can't you, you just cannot associate with kronzas yeah you just gotta <laughs> hate a kronza yeah everyone's just gotta hate a kronza but yeah you know so i mean just the stories that you know you know li- listening to her about you know the hard times she had to go through and uh she, being an being an athlete as a kid and she's just she was a way she's probably this i mean i can't compare apples and oranges but both well, my my maternal grandmother, right? Grandma, yeah, yeah. Grandma Olga or Powell, like just as strong as yeah as Grandma Tina. They're both just like not yeah. giving. They're not. They're not giving into the norm. Like you make your own freaking dinner, dude. You I'm make not, your own. Yeah, yeah. They're not into that. Uh, the what was it the societal norm of yeah. that time? They were saying that's it. Not today, Junior. That's an interesting dynamic. That's pretty cool to be able to draw off two like two two different women, two different styles, two different ethnic backgrounds. Yeah, like, backgrounds, yeah. Like my I only had one grandparent. Like, you know, Grandpa Faust came into our lives, but he's not our maternal grandfather. But I mean, I literally had one grandparent and that and she was it, you know. So it was like I didn't have that that cross reference. Yeah, but it's pretty cool to know like both sides, and you know, and know that they're you know, you kind of know where you, you come from a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, that's what like, that's what thing like. I never felt, I never felt like I knew where I belonged until, unless I was hanging out with you, or that the Ramirez side of family, like grandma, because she, yeah, she would, she could, she would give it, she would take it, and she would call you all kinds of names, but it was all out of love, and she'd be able to joke with you. It wasn't like you had. You, not like you can be completely rude or crude to her, but you didn't feel like you had to censor yourself nearly as much. And yeah, so, for sure. And then, like, then, then after the so long of not hanging out with my dad and then meeting him, I was like, "Well, this is where I'm." Like, I get what I, I get why I'm here. 
And it I get what I, it all yeah. made sense. And then it stems from grandma though. And just how strong willed and her personality was that she just didn't take crap from nobody. She no, just... she, she, she didn't. And she, she really, the one thing that was really cool about her too was uh, she, except for the Karanza grudge, she did, <laughs> she didn't, she didn't like she, when it came to like her people, she loved, she, she could be upset with you, but then she let that shit go, dude. Like it didn't matter what you did. If she, if she loved you and she had your back, like that was it. Like, and she was very family oriented. She loved having barbecues in the backyard. I, know. I remember little. a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. And she was Honestly. just always like, if she just, she loved the holidays. She loved people. That, she loved gathering. Like when I was, when I was young and we used to have the family reunions before you were born. Um, she was like with her cousins and she'd be drinking regular Budweiser, you know, not a lot, but they would all get together and they were, they were so Mexican, bro. They were so Mexican, mm-hmm. like very old Hispanic ethnic, you know, so they're very proud people because they're, they're educated, you know, and mm-hmm. they, they feel like, you know, she's, she's the youngest of four. She had her, uh, you know, her uncle Bill Ornelas, mm-hmm. that's their maiden name Ornelas. Uh, and then uh, Nina Tilly, and then Uncle Ray and then her. And she was the baby. And she's like a good 10 years younger than Uncle Ray. So it was like, she calls herself the mistake and all this other shit. You know, all this <laughs> stuff, you know. And I swear, I, I, the couple of things about her that I always remember that you'll probably remember too is uh, every time you said goodbye to her, and she's like, okay, I'll see you next time, Grandma. She's like, ah, God willing. Like, like that woman was <laughs> that, that woman was dying for like the last 50 years, bro. Like she just... <laughs> right like you're like why are you saying god willing you're 45 years old like you know what i mean like you're not dying man you know she lives you know she lived to be in her you know late 80s that's, that's late good. 80s yeah, yeah that's, See, that's the fortunate, fortunate thing for me is i don't i don't really have that many memories of her and i do have i have you know some but yeah and they're they're mostly of me very little in the backyard having those barbecues you're talking about <coughs> swing and coming over yeah and, you know, I was fortunate to have you because you were the really other than after. I don't know. I don't think it was anyone's real fault. It was just kind of like I wasn't around that side of the family much, but you definitely made me uh, feel included, and you didn't let me just like fall to the wayside. You're like, this is my cousin. This is who we. You yeah, know, so you, you included were, me in that. And, I stayed uh, in but, contact with your mom a lot, you know, and found yeah. out when your so- when your soccer games were and shit. You used to go watch you play soccer, and sometimes I'd pick you up from music class, and then you know, yeah. Uh, you cruise over to our house, you know, for the weekend or whatever. Pull but yeah, a pack of Coke. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that shit. So, yeah. But, I mean, you have more stories than I do of her. What, what would yeah, you but most... but it's cool, though, because the same ones that you remember are the same ones. that are, Those are the good ones. The ones that you remember, like, you may not have a lot, but mm-hmm. you have the you have the good ones. You know what I mean? Just the, the one, like, I, I'm, the Karanzas are the best. Dude. That's just the best. <laughs> <laughs> One time, one time too, dude. It was great, dude. Like, you know who's hilarious? Like, that's I, I talk to him a lot now. I think our relationship has gotten a lot better since Grandma died. Because before, I didn't really talk to him. I used to work for him, and it wasn't a good relationship working for your uncle. But mm-hmm. Uncle Bill, Uncle Bill, Bill, dude, he's he's got he's Grandma's hu- he's got Grandma's humor, dude, so much. I love him. He's so much. Like, he's so much like Grandma. And it's funny because we'll talk on the phone and it's like, you know, he's like, it's like, you know, he just reminds me of grandma. Like my mom, my mom was a lot, my mom's a lot like grandpa Frank. And yeah. so is, and so is Nino Frank. They're very secluded. They're very like quiet. And, you know, they don't, and they don't like you. They don't fucking talk to you. <laughs> like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, you know, well, that's my, mom, my mom's, my mom's changing. She's definitely, she's definitely growing and evolving. And that's why we have a better relationship than when we were younger. And I definitely appreciate her. You know, I couldn't say that, you know, 10 years ago that I appreciate her. I, I was, no. had some shit with her. It took so, me, good. 
Yeah, no, that's that's it, you know, that that part. Well, the, the funny thing is, it's crazy, like you said, the the relationship between your mother and mine, mine and my mother, mine, ugh, the one with mine, wasn't great for a long time. I mean, like we were, I don't know. I always we grew up poor, so you know, luckily we had what we had because well, because of the help from my grandparents and the hard work that they did. Um, in their <coughs> lives early on, they were able to provide it for themselves and help provide the little things extra, you know, hockey and tournaments and gear and whatever, oh, yeah. what have you. Um, but like, I remember growing up and, you know, my mom never really, I really kind of had to raise myself in a way, like, because yeah. she has, she has her fibromyalgia. And yeah. it was kind of a, I don't, you know what that is. It's a back disease and it's very, yeah. it's, it's terrible. Like she has to take pain yeah, yeah. all the time and she's yeah. bedridden a lot, like, you know, five, six of the seven days of the week. And yeah. she'd make dinner when she could. And, you know, and I, I tried to, I, I would, I don't know if I held it over her head or whatever against well, her. Well, it's hard to understand, you know? Yeah. Well, I just had some animosity and, you know, yeah. it obviously bled over into some sort of a relationship later on, but you know, I was pretty terrible to her. I wouldn't see her as much when this, you know, when I moved out, when I moved out of her house, got my first place, didn't have a care in the world for her. The only time I would ever, I would ever really go see her is if I was, if I went through a breakup <laughs> or I was sick. <laughs> and because, you know, even though she wasn't living in the home that I grew up in, just, I realized now that just being with her was home to me. So it was, it was comfort. You know, it didn't matter where she was, like that's or where she was, as long as I was in the same house as her, that yeah. was comforting for me, and I was able to get through. Even if she didn't talk to me or like help me through it, just that that level of comfort that was yeah. there with just being there. And so I I totally now much more grateful for that, and our relationship is so much better. And I I call her all the time, and I apologize to her how I treated oh, her, yeah, mistreated sure. her. Yeah, and, uh, I'm the same the way. Yeah. You just don't realize, like, at the time, you're like, you just, this lady is just trying to ruin my life by making these rules and trying to actually help you out to be a good, decent person. And you just think she's just meddling and then well, all along, you're just, it's I, not the case at all. I, I think that has a lot to do with raising children and us, and us having been in long, longer marriages. You know, I've been married 25 years and, and you're getting Coming up about there. 10. Yeah. And so I think realizing how hard life is with both parents involved. It really gives us perspective on how 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 at the time we thought they were you know the worst mothers in the world. Like they're pretty fucking solid, dude. Doing it by themselves. That's pretty well, hard for to sure. Do. I mean, most most kids most kids that have to deal with what we had to deal with are in and out of the penitentiary, are are constantly you know, or, or 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 drug abusers or you know what I mean. There's a lot of a lot of things that that goes with single single mother families. Yeah, the statistics and, and, are like stacked stacked so hard against us. Uh, a, you know, Dude, we're three we're three percenters. I call ourselves three percenters. The three percent, and uh, it's like the statistics. There's, there's two things: three percent of, of of fatherless children or single mother children end up either drug addicts or or in prison. And then another, and then the other thing that's a three percenter is three percent of people that ever go to prison ever, uh, get off of parole. So it's like it's super super uncommon. And the fact that we're both in that kind of kind of and that you know, like I never did any prison time. I've I've been to juvenile hall and I've been to jail, but yeah. never for never for a long period of time. Yeah, it was I was it was it was so it was always enough for me to be like, you know what? I just 
and, and honestly, I I could probably be doing oh I I probably could have done a lot of time in prison, but I just never got caught for the shit I was doing. And thank God I grew I grew up, and yeah. I I don't I don't conduct myself that way, and and you know and just I'm glad I made it through my my you know my my pre my pre adulthood. It was it wasn't it was it was crazy, dude. I think sa- it's saving saving moving to Hawaii, moving to Maui, dude, saved my life because. I was not doing good here, man. I was, you know, you're at that age where you don't, you know, you're not going to take anyone's shit. There was all kinds of stuff popping off and it was, it was a different world. And and I think, you know, having, having put your mom through that and having you put your mom through, you know, and then you're angry because your dad's not around. So you're yelling at your mom and you're upset at your mom. Everything is your mom's fault. Everything is their yeah. fault. And it's well, like, she's the, only one around. she's the only one around. And then like, when you get older, it's so not her fault. And you're like, it's good to apologize, you know? And I know like my mom appreciates that now. And like your mom appreciates that now. And we have good relationships with them. Cause you know what? They're the ones that are still around. Like my dad's dead. Your dad's dead. It's like, but here these women are who fucking still plugging along, still around. Well, you know I, I mean? And I tell, I tell my mom all the time how, you know, how strong she is just being, just to be able to do what she did with what little means that she had and yeah. still like raise or a, a productive person of society. You know, I mean, there yeah. are the things that I, you know, could do better. Duh, who can't, yeah. but with, like you said, the statistics that go along with it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty an anomaly. <clears throat> and, but I also think yeah. that that just has to do with, you know, probably obviously who we are as people too, as well. We, we just, we well, both decided to not give in to that and be be another uh you know statistic and we we are better for it obviously and a lot has to do with the women in our lives like our like our like our grandmothers you know both our grandmothers yeah. your grandmother my grandmother you know our grandmother um they just like you know grandma was poor you know she lived in 90 93 uh 934 and a half her house was so small it had to called a half you know, it was the back house to her sister's property and she was poor and her sister was wealthy and, you know, um, she was the one that made all these mistakes and had four kids and a couple couple of missed marriages, failed marriages as, you know, where her sister was successful with one marriage and had a lot of money. And so she, she, she could have been negative for a lot of shit, but she just, she just chose to, she chose to love, dude. She, uh, she knew how to love and, uh, well, taking like responsibility. She, she loved, she loved being a grandparent, and she yeah. had, all, you know, she didn't have shit. But I can't even tell you how many times, like, and it would, it was so weird, dude. It was like I felt like she was an angel while she was here. Like, I would be so hurting for like some for like money or something or like bill money, and didn't know how I was going to get out of a situation or needed something or needed money for a resume or whatever the case would be. And like, she would just randomly call me one day, and she's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, I'm just," and I would never ask her for shit because I knew she didn't have anything. Yeah, she didn't have and anything. Not, and even if she did, I, I just not like that. I'm not gonna ask her. Yeah. But she was just like, "I want to give you two hundred fifty dollars," and I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "No, nah, Grandma, I'm good." Like she's like, "No," she's and then she get mad. She's like, "Don't you tell me," you know? She gives that voice. Mm-hmm. She's like, if, "If I'm gonna give you money, I'm gonna give you money," and that's just that's how it's gonna be. And I'm just like, "Okay, Grandma, thank <laughs> you, I appreciate it." So it was just crazy, man, because it was like. I can't even tell you how many times in my life she bailed me out of something that I never even told her I needed bailing out of. Mm-hmm. It was just like that. It was just like that grandmother intuition. You know what I mean? And, uh, man, I just, you know, like, fuck, dude, I miss the shit out of her. But, you know, I wish she, I wish she would have met Hazel and Maven, dude. I know. I really do, dude. I, I really wish she would have met them. Cause man, like Hazel, like I, I've said it since Hazel was born, dude, when your daughter was born, I was like, dude, this is grandma. Like, I know she's not. And I know that, you know, there's no reincarnation, but, 
Dude, there's so much about that little girl that reminds me of grandma. It's not even funny. I know, and I, and, uh, I wish I knew like more of that that you're talking about. Well, I mean, just like when you said that before, my father and I reconnected. Like you're like you might have told your dad like your mannerisms. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I know what it means, but I was like, I don't know. That's just crazy how genetics works. Yeah, something something yeah, yeah. that's two people haven't met or never really hung out for years, or like Hazel and her never hung out at all, and yet they're so similar. You know and what's that's, weird? That's what. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think it, I think, you know, a lot of that has to do with energy and whatever higher power you believe in. Like, you know, who's to say they haven't met? Who's to say that, you know, they haven't met? Like, obviously, yeah, she's been, she, you know, the, she could have uh, helped them descend and, and come and come here and yeah. be, you know, who knows? But I guarantee she's not, she's not taking no shit. I guarantee she's watching over still because she refuses to like the woman that she was. She was a strong woman, dude. She's not going to let. Uh, whoever's up there, uh, male or female, Jesus, God, uh, whoever, whoever it happens to be, mm-hmm. she's not going to let them stray from. You know, she, she's still got some. She's still got grandmother and the parent. She's got yeah. And she you know, she's now she's got not not only she got pool. She's with people you know, family members that she loves. So she's just like she's got you know, mm-hmm. she's not going through all the sorrow of you know living in this world and you know the struggles of this world. She's now she can just you know she's got the easy job now. She just gets to. She's hanging out with yeah. the little Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little Jimmy. She that called this she called something. the cannon. I know. That's just so wrong on so many levels. That was so even. <laughs> what? But nothing. I'll talk about it later, bro. Right. But, nah. but yeah, so I mean, that filters into like, you know, like wives, like, you know, people that we've met, you know, like I remember, you know, we've been married 25 years and, you know, being with someone for that amount of time, like I met my wife in high school, but didn't date her in high school. Met her in ninth grade. She moved to Arizona, and I didn't see her for like five, six years after that. I moved to Hawaii. I came back, and uh, she was a single mom herself. She had had Jacob. Jacob was like a year old, and uh, we reconnected. I hadn't seen her in like four years, reconnected, and then, uh, you know, uh, uh, just every hard relationship evolved and eventually we had two more kids after that uh after jacob we had kyle and Lindsay. but it's amazing to uh to to find out what backgrounds like you're you're you know when when you like for us not having both parents i think we we're just trying to break the cycle we want to have a long-lasting relationship with our with a with a, a significant other and we want to raise our kids and be there for our kids. So like for us, that's the goal. But what I think you don't realize in some of that, or at least I didn't realize in some of it is like, what's the person's, what, what do you, you're obviously attracted to that person and you obviously have the same goals and same, same thing in common, mm-hmm. but where does that come from? And I think as you get older, you realize like with my wife, especially like I've, I've seen like her mom and dad and it's like, man, here I am crying, you know, crying the blues about, you know, never meeting my father and not having him in my life and, and having a rough start with my mother. Like her parents were both around, but so not there. So not around, Mm -hmm. like she, she didn't have it and they were divorced and she didn't, you know, she didn't have a mom that gave two shits about her or a dad that gave two shits about her. And it's like, whoa, to be able to be such an awesome mom and, and, and grandmother and, and wife is pretty amazing from the scraps that she was given and and she's a lot she's a lot like grandma dude like she's like she's like she don't take no shit either so it's like kind of like oh, what i'm used to what i'm 
what I'm, <laughs> what I'm, yeah, what I'm, what I'm, it's kind of what I'm used to. It's kind of, I know it's as much as you say, like, oh, I, don't, I, I don't want it. I don't need it. Like it's obviously something that uh, definitely works for the kind of structure I want in my life anyways. You well, know what I mean? Let me ask you something. Let me beg a question. Would you yeah, say yeah. that, you know, like you're, you're I know you're, so the, I know this much about your childhood at the beginning when you're before you're, after your father left your mom <coughs> wasn't really attentive to you correct yeah yeah so then would you say that grandma was stepped in that role oh I've always said she was my mom and my dad yeah for sure so then yeah I my mom that, my I mean, mom my mom didn't start being my mom until after grandma died dude well honestly I mean she she was before but she wasn't the person like I really, you I, cause then I, I wasn't the person I needed. And I've even, I've even told my mom this, like we've had this concert, like when grandma died, I was pissed. I was like, why did you leave me with her? Like, why, <laughs> why did you take her? No, I felt that way. I feel mm-hmm. horrible that I felt that way, but I did. Yeah. Me and my mom had a, we had a hard life together, man. We didn't, we didn't get along. Um, I, I was 17 years old when I was, I, I moved out at 17, you know, I'm not, I had to drop out of high school all because of her men choices you know she she was she made a lot of bad bad decisions that affected me but she's she's totally tenfold changed her life and and made made all that she's corrected all that and Mm. and she had to deal with me not liking her and and all kinds of shit man until she got her life together and honestly she met my stepdad raymond and he made her appreciate me and like a lot changed when he married her man and, and i appreciate that but but i definitely was like i felt like i lost both my parents when grandma died and then i was like okay you still have a mom that relationship sucks what what you know it's 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 hot and cold at this time it didn't suck anymore it was just really hot and cold mm-hmm. it was like what this is this is who i got my, I, I, I can't call grandma. I can't talk to her. I can't go see her when I have an issue or just want, you know, to be loved or whatever the case may be. I, I have this person in front of me that I, I have to start working with and deal with. And it was pretty amazing, the transformation, because uh, she just started caring more. She just started being more of who I needed her to be when I didn't even ask for it. You know what I mean? Like, so that's where those characteristics that I never saw when grandma's around that she's kind of she's kind of like that with me now and she's like that with my with my kids which is amazing she's really good to my 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 kids which is her grandkids obviously and uh she's she's just in a different place you know she's uh and I forgive her man I forgive her for you know she 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 did good she did all right uh, it's fucking not easy to eat. it's you know I couldn't imagine imagine being a single father with a daughter how mm. am I supposed to teach how am I how are we supposed to teach her to be a woman no, it's it's it's, it's, it's impossible. It's impossible. We're gonna so get Marla to, Hooch. Hooch. To think, <laughs> to think, <laughs> to think, fucking guy. To think, <laughs> to to think that they were able to to get us to not be the three percent is yeah. pretty fucking, you know. And that comes from saying shit we didn't like, saying shit, you know, and not letting us do things when every other kid could or. Well, well, we grew. We had to grow up a little bit faster and on a curve because, like, I know when there's a couple times when my mom was um, she she chose dates badly as well, and I mean, and I had to, there's a couple times I've had to intervene, come in oh, the yeah. room with the hockey stick, and she's ah, Dude. you know, whatever's going Baseball on. Baseball bat. Yeah, I mean, that's all I had a hockey stick. That's what I got. You I know? thought I yeah, I thought I was going she's to prison because I almost yeah, a couple I hear you. you know 
Jess was knocked over a little bit. She's on the floor, yep. and it's like, and he's like, "Whoa, I didn't, yep. I do, it's, I didn't." Yeah. And you know, you have to step in and be that, you know, that man. You don't, and, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know until you have your own family how how not normal that is. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? No, for I for us, it was just it was normal, but it, it's really not. Super damaging, super unhealthy, and I, I like to think like I, I I think I'm we're breaking generation generational curses and i don't think they're curses just mm. generational i guess generational habits yeah that, i mean and the thing nothing against i mean considering to speak for mine nothing against my dad it's you know he had his reasons whatever his reasons were i still don't know completely i know how to do with my mother and i get it it's not something yeah. i want to admit to but i get what i get why because yeah. i had the same issue and i just couldn't <laughs> i couldn't leave her because i was her son yeah, but yeah, i would yeah. but what i've done in that this past I don't know, five or six years, probably since like a couple. She's been, she's moved away. It's been like three or four years since she's moved, and probably a couple of years. So five, I'd say five or six years. Um, that I've learned to like finally accept that she is the way she is, and her and I have been able to communicate better. Um, to where you know, if before when I would talk to her on the phone, she'd call me. She always, for some reason, was able to call me at my worst possible time. Like not like personally, but like I'm in the middle of skydiving and she's calling me and i'm trying to tell her not literally but oh, just like yeah. the worst possible yeah, yeah. Like, hey mom i'm i'm doing something right now. i'm working or i'm uh, i'm whatever it is i can't talk to you right now i'm not at can't. home with free time yeah yeah i'm not at home can i can i call you later and then she's like yeah yeah do you remember that one time like oh, dude mom i really i really can we please just have this another time like, yeah yeah <laughs> Well, you know, when you said this, I'm like, no, mom, mom. And then by the time, like, the third or fourth time, I'm like, mom, I've got to go. And she's like, ah, fine. You're always so mean to me. And I'm like, what the heck? I just asked you three times. Yeah. Like, perfectly fine. So then it just, it would erupt to that. And now, now we've gotten, we've communicated and we're talking. Now it's like, now, now it's kind of like, I might she'll call me and I'll I'll keep I'll entertain it for a couple minutes like no matter what I'll just be like hey yeah okay mom how's it going what's up I'm this I'm doing oh, I'm working she's like oh you know okay I'll call you later I'm like no I got a couple minutes what's up so I make time mm-hmm. for her because there's nothing really more yeah. important than her phone call right now you know especially yeah if I'm just at work so I'll entertain her phone call and then I'll be like you know mom I really do have to go now but I'll call you later and then she's like okay and yeah. then she'll hang up now. And then, or sometimes <coughs> she'll hang up before I say goodbye. And I'm like, I didn't even, uh, all right. You're not even that. arguing? Yeah. <laughs> like, You're so, not going to acknowledge that I'm going to call you back? You're like, no, I used yeah. to call back. I got, she, she's got shit to do now. Yeah, she's, yeah, got, yeah, yeah. she's got a yeah, life yeah. up there. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. So she she's got me. her friends to call. And she's uh-huh. like, fuck, dude. Well, I thought he was never going to get off the phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> he always bothers yeah. me whenever I call yeah. him. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. He's just, he's just like this nonstop yakety yakety. Yeah, yakety. you know that's what she's talking to her friends about. She's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, but my son called me again." Yeah. You're like, "What?" Boy. Yeah, you're like, "What, dude?" He and here, you're just trying. Me. You're trying to appease her the whole time, and she's yeah. just so over it. She's, uh, she's like, just yeah. all, he loves me. He misses me. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. fucking fuck. He's got it. He's got a wife. He's got a wife and two kids. Why is he calling me? I thought he, I thought he married him off, man. Fuck. It's so funny how the tables turn. You know what I mean? Just when you think like they they they're by themselves, they're all alone. They got no one. I need to I need to keep in touch. And like all of a sudden, they got these full on lives that are just like, no, like, she's totally she's, yeah. She's living it up up there. You know, what I mean, she's she's has friends now. She seems happy well, for the first time I've seen her in yeah. a while. You know, yeah, she's got friends. Diff- she can go. She goes to the mountains. I've seen her like 
her Facebook, and I, I've never seen her. Like, I, from what I can remember, I have very few memories. I mean, I have. She always tried to do adventurous stuff with us. We go like, um, what's it called? Fossil digging on the side of a road somewhere, and you know, whatever, and like do the fun things that she could possibly think of. And I have, there, you know, at the time, I'm like, there's a period of my life where looking thinking back on those is like oh this is so dumb it's so cheap it's so blah 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 whatever and then now i've realized because i have my own family and understand the situation that she was in being a you know when you're a product of a you know single mother you get that there's no dad around but you don't understand everything that goes along with it until you're Uh trying to Put, raise your put, own down, kids. put down, raise your own kids, put down a kid, get them fed, get this one doing this. And you're like, she did yeah. all of this by her for three. Life. Yeah. And I, couldn't... yeah, my mom only had one. She fucked that up. And your mom being good with three. No, I'm yeah, and, I couldn't, mom. and I can't, <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't, I can't, sometimes Brittany and I have our hands full and there's one parent to, for every kid, you know? So it's, yeah, it's those times. Try where, having so, three, bro. It's challenging. Well, I know what they say is one is like two, two is like three, three is like 10, right? Nah, it's it, the dynamics of trips. So like, like you said, when you have one, the kids spoiled, not spoiled, but you're just, you're both there for them. You know, you do a lot of shit. And then when you have two, it's like, it's cool. Cause my, you know, my wife, you know, breastfed and stuff. So it's like, boom, here you have Jacob. Uh, I'm dealing with Kyle now. And then, you know, two years later, well, a year and a half, they're not even full two years, but she was, she had, she had Lindsay and she kind of had to wing Kyle early. And it was like, Boom, all of a sudden I had both the boys and like I'm dealing with both the boys. So I'm a parent of two boys and she's parenting the baby girl. And and mind you, Jacob's five and Kyle's like one. And then when Lindsay at this point, Jacob's Jacob's seven and and Kyle's three when Lindsay was born. So I got a seven year old and a three year old that are I'm basically responsible for. Like, as soon as I walk in the door and I was done with work, it's like, boom, here are the boys. Go do something with them. And it was like, at night, I would get that a little bit of time with, like, my daughter. But, like, I didn't really start having a relationship with my daughter. Like, I mean, I did. I, I did all the fatherly stuff, changed her diaper, took her on stuff. But, I mean, like, to do fun shit, like, with her, like, she always had to take a back seat to, like, the boys' baseball games or this and that. And... I, I wanted to say, like, I wanted her to play sports so I could, like, coach her teams. And she did. She played soccer one year, and she got into dance, and I went to all those. I, I was involved in everything she did, but I, I thought that that's how we would bond. But it, it's pretty trippy how every kid's different. Like, with, with the boys, like, I in playing sports, that's how we bonded. I coached all their sports, and we did that. But with Lindsay, she wasn't into that. So it was like, okay, as a father, it's like, okay, what, what am I? I just got to be there and do. We got into hiking and working out. We, we used to go to the gym together, dude. So that was her thing. She liked to go to the gym. And so we got close and all of a sudden she started, you know, it's really weird when your daughter starts hanging out with boys and like, she doesn't want to do the same shit with your dad. She doesn't go to the gym with you no more. Or she wants to go to the gym, but it, she'll go work out by herself. Cause she's there to see a boy, not you. And you're like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Like, you know, but uh, it's weird. It's cool to see like, you know, there's been boyfriends that have come in her life where I'm just like, okay, it's cool. But you know, you're not, you're not staying bro. Like you're not long. You're not who I see for her long term, you know? And, not everyone has the luxury of, of being happy with who your daughter's with. And dude, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't be happier with who Lindsay had a baby with and, and their chemistry and the man that he is and the provider that he is like, and it's, it's cool because I think I'm ha- I have a better relationship with my daughter as she's an adult than, I mean, I had, a, I loved the, sh- I mean, I love my daughter. She's, you know, she was definitely daddy's girl growing up. So I did all that cool stuff, but it like hasn't stopped. I think it's like evolving, even though it's like, she has her own house and she has her own family. 
it's still she's she's still like someone that i like we do lots of cool shit together she just now she just includes me and her mom with like her baby you know and so mm-hmm. it's 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 like you never you're not you're always going to be a parent and i feel like a lot of a lot of parents you know that don't have it so hard or guess how their upbringing it was they uh, they stop being parents at certain points and times mm-hmm. and i think one of the good things about us and having to go through the shit that we had to go through is like we have parents that are trying to make better lives for themselves and we're we're trying to make better lives for ourselves as well and so like the as time goes on things are getting good like you know what i mean like they're getting good in a lot of different ways that you know a lot of people have it good from the get-go and it doesn't end up good it goes south like that i look at laura and like they had it even she didn't have it emotionally good she had it financially good Mm-hmm. but she wasn't getting what she needed emotionally for sure but then i look at now and it's like man we're getting so much more emotional growth like in our family and spiritual growth in our family than we've ever had so it's like you know like i, I look at all those challenges like hey man if that's if that's what it took to get me where i'm at now then you know i'll take it because there's a lot of people who you know aren't alive aren't around or you know have have a fucked up situation still that they're dealing with you know and it's like you know I just think, I think with, you know, I think yeah. with our, I think our family in general just has, I mean, my mom's side and dad's side and in your mom's side is my dad's side. Um, yeah. Even though they're separate, two different families, they both have, they're strong willed women in their own yeah. way. Like my grandma, her parents came over on the Titanic and they swam the rest of the way when the boat sank. <laughs> And you know what? That's where Hazel got it from. She's like, never. Are you going to die? Never. never. But the water is killing everybody. Are you going to die? Never. Uh-huh. Yeah, my, my Nona said something to Nona in Italian. They said, let's go. Let's get this thing. Um, no, but they, they came over. Immigrants came over with, you know, nothing in their pockets and dream of a better, you know, world in America. And um, my grandma wasn't having, she had uh I think they had seven seven kids. She had all brothers. She was the youngest, and uh, they uh, they treated her like the baby girl and everything like that. And I think she just uh, she saw her mother. Her mother, typical you know immigrant woman, cooked yeah. for the cooked for everyone and their mom, <laughs> literally, and you know cleaned and everything. And she just just was not that's not for her. And so she you know, in school and stuff. And she st- she was very smart. She did really well in school and she wanted to take all these classes that they didn't really offer at the time to, you know, I guess people of ethnic diversity. And they would just say, why? You're just a, you're just a dumb Italian girl. You're not going to yeah. do anything ever. It's what's the point. You're just dumb. You're dumb. They would call her dumb all the time. Yeah. And uh, so she, she met my grandpa. He was Welsh, and they didn't live in the same type of. He didn't. They didn't fit into the. Was he? Was world. he great? Was he grape or strawberry? What's that? Oh, you said oh, Welsh, Welsh, not Welsh. Uh, <laughs> Concord, up, bro. I was like, wait. Yeah. I was like, I get it. Wait, huh? You're yeah, fine, dude. Got it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's messed <laughs> up, dude. No, um, but yeah, so he was Welsh. Yeah. Um, just which just means just white, I think. I don't really know what that even means. I just I looked it up. Whitish. It it, yeah, just white. Well, yeah. It's like a but, certain certain color white. Yeah, I think it's like right there next to Irish, dude. It's like it's pretty clear. He's pretty pasty. Um Yeah. But um 
anyways, the point is that she, she, so she, she gave into the, you know, the kids had the, the, mar- the, you know, the marriage, the wife, the kids, the house, and, um, that whole, you know, I guess normal societal stuff. And then she just, I don't know, one day decided she's just like, I'm going to go to law school. So she got accepted to Brown University, which is pretty much, I think it's an Ivy League. It's not, not easy thing to get yeah. into. Yeah, she got her law. She got a law degree at fifty years old. She became a lawyer, and then did that for a little bit. And she said, "No, nah, I don't want to do that." And then she became a social worker for you know for kids and a therapist, and did that. And then she said, yeah, "I don't want to do that anymore." She just did whatever that she set her mind to. She just did it, and you know, yeah. and she didn't. And That's in amazing. that in that time, you know, it was unheard of for working women. You know, yeah. you, if you were working, it was because you were single and you had and you, you had you had a reason to. She just wanted to do it. Yeah, what's this dual it. income shit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she did it because she wanted to do it. You know, and Grandpa, you know, he was very supportive of her. I think he was just afraid of her more than anything. He was, <laughs> he was a very. I don't, did you ever meet my Grandpa? Ed? Really? No, yeah. I didn't. I've never met either one of them. No. Oh, really? Yeah, they're cool people. Yeah. He he's so quiet. He'll just sit in his chair cross his legs and do his little tapping on the arm and grandma's just talking yeah. and he just sit there and every once in a I while I might have at one of your time. soccer games but I never had a conversation with him. Yeah, there's I think I might I might have seen him at a soccer game or two. Well, see, I didn't so up until moving in with my grandparents, I didn't have a male role model, you know. And yeah. he was my role model and yeah, I just saw how he interacted with her. He treated her, you know, with the respect and equals which she was. And that's hard yeah. to find. I think uh, I think people got away from that. Is the... especially for his generation. Yeah, exactly. This generation, it was yeah. you know I go I, cook, I make the money. You, you cook, cook, you, you clean, clean yeah, you feed the yeah, kids, yeah. and I'm here. You're lucky yeah. that that you have what you have. Yeah. and it wasn't like that. Yeah. You know, he he'd come home from work, and uh, he he was my mom would always tell me that when he was at work, he was just at work to work. He, as soon as he came home, he was always tinkering in the garage for something that. The project that he was doing for the girls for my aunt for my aunt and my mom and he was when he yeah. came home he was he was 100 percent dad and uh it was, it was yeah. a family man and he didn't let any of those uh those then norms you know interrupt with what he wanted which is a family and he yeah. he did that and uh but for her in that time and even up until you know the day she passed is she's just she knew you she said she had a thought about something you knew it she knew you knew exactly where you stood with her at all times she had no problem telling you how it is that she felt about you and wanted to say strong strong strong-minded women man that's where we come from we come from some strong-minded women and it's transpired and you know the women that we we decided to have children with ourselves and then it's kind of instilled in like our, our daughters now, you know, my, my daughter was pissed when I told her I wasn't going to vote. So she made me go vote. And, and, you know, your young daughter right now is telling you never. And it just mm-hmm. reminds me of Lindsay, you know, it's like, uh, we come from a long lineage of strong women. And it's funny, like, you know, I think I've always been, you know, and, and you too, I've, I noticed, you know, like, I think that's, we've been kind of why we've been successful at what we do, you know, um, um, we're both sales reps with uh, Pacific beverage, but, uh, I think, uh, you know, we're both very organized, clean, neat, very, very, uh, very motivated, but, and driven. But I think the thing that that helps with in a relationship is like when you're raised by a woman, uh, your shit's clean, bro. You're, you're doing your dishes. You're, you're doing household stuff. You're, you're, you're making improvements throughout your house. You don't just sit on your ass. You know what I mean? 
Well, yeah, and it, I think it's, it's I, like they got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, exactly. So I think with that, with that said, that's that's where, that's what that's you know we could have been raised by some lazy asses and and you know we got to pay homage to you know all the struggles that they had to endure and uh, you know our family lineage and and who they were and you know I think that now that now that we have that instilled in us as well we're able to pass that down to our sons and our daughters and you know all that shit comes from you know strong women and, and well, it's like we were, you know. Yeah. Strong. We were a lot of fam- think, family. There's some families that are talking about their strong dads, but that's not our story. Our story is about not. you know, well, str- about we are strong, strong women. We are strong men raised by strong women, and that's you know, yeah. that's, I think that helps. Like the fault that I have of my own is, it, it's like the fault that the fault that I have from that is, I don't know how to be. I talking to my sister-in-law Candice earlier about it. Is that I don't really. I find it harder for me to be a dad to a boy because I don't know how to do that sometimes like I have high expectations for him because I don't have anything to gauge it off of you know role model wise to how to my father didn't treat me anyway so I don't know how to treat him but I do know how to be a girl dad because my I guess I was the man of the house for my mother and my sister (coughs) so I'm protective and I know how to be sensitive and leave the toilet seat down and you know just those little things that some people all the stuff the women's yeah you don't learn until you get to that point where you need to learn it. And so it's easier for me to be sensitive to her needs. And, you know, sometimes most time Brittany's needs and I'm pretty sensitive and emotional as it is. But all I can say is like, you know, I totally get that part. And the one thing I can tell you since your son is still young and, and and my mine are adults now, uh, you know, just do the shit that you wanted to do that you you wanted your dad to do with you. Yeah. do that with him and that and that's going to be okay you know because i didn't i didn't have a dad either to, to give me some playbook and i just was like well what did i want you know what did i want what did i need that's but hard though. the, the but. good thing is that i like we both didn't have to a- ask that question what do our daughters need like we already knew you know what i mean yeah so well i mean it begs the question if you were raised by a single father then it'd probably be the exact opposite you'd not have to kind of be a dad or if your dad was or at least be you'd act like he would act and that this is not right either you know like he could be you could be raised by a guy who's complete douche and just womanizes all day or you could be a stand-up dude who lost his wife and whatever even lost your mom or wife in a certain sort of something you know there's always that there's always good and bad of singles of both genders but just seems like an ours you know situation raised by strong women could not I wouldn't. So, I wouldn't want to be. I don't think I'd change anything. You know, I'd probably just be. No, nah, man. Nicer I, than my mom I, I, earlier. Yeah, but you know, it's like I say, man. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. And I think that uh, we're 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 showing our daughters and our children, you know, how how to overcome situations. And I think that's what parenting is, man. And you know, we're not done. Like my kids are all adults, and I'm going to parent them until I'm no longer here. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to parent them when I'm not here, you know, and, and look after them. But. I think uh, it'd be probably a good point to wrap it up and just, you know, say that this was uh, dedicated to uh, the strong women in our lives, our, our grandmothers, our mothers, our wives, our daughters, and any of the other mothers that are out there that are doing it by themselves, you know, um, um, to continue to be strong and that uh, the people who are doubting that, you know, how is your lives going to turn out? And, you know, you have to manifest that shit and you have to not take no for an answer and you have to continue to give what you got love. And, you know, Hey man, if fucking me and you can turn out the way we did, it's possible, you know? <laughs> yeah. I know. Halfway right? decent. Yep. Exactly. Halfway decent. But, 
Yep. All right. All right, man. Well, it was good. Good session. Good talking to you. Good, uh, good, good, good to pay homage. You know, spontaneous. This was all Drew's idea to pay homage to the women in our lives on International we'll, Women's Day. We'll see if we, yeah, see if we got anything from it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You can always re, you can always redo it. You know, have another day something yeah. to think about stuff. But yep, yep, sounds good, man. But,